Good day and welcome to the ExoSmart uh, podcast. Um, today we are will have the pleasure of having Dr. Rowena Naidu um, as our guest. Um, Dr. Naidu is the academic lead at um, the Biokinetics Exercise and Leisure Sciences Department at um, University of KwaZulu Natal. Welcome, uh, Rowena. Hi, Donovan. Thank you. Great. So. Um, Maybe if you can tell our, our listeners out there a little bit about uh, about you and how, how did you get yourself um, into this field of um, sports, exercise science and, and biokinetics. Okay, well, it all started from school. You know, at school I was uh, an athlete, very much into sport and so on. So that's where my initial love for sport started. And then I had the opportunity to study at the university and I chose uh, sports science. At that time, it was actually called Human Movement Studies. So I started off with that as my undergrad degree and then wanted to get into biokinetics, which is more the sports injury rehab, that type of uh, focus. And um, yeah, that, that's where it all started from. Okay, and then, and then how did you get into um, the field of academia? Well, once I qualified, I actually did continue with my uh, biokinetics uh, degree and qualified as a biokineticist. So from there, I actually started practicing. I practiced at uh, then known as the University of Natal, where I've spent a lot of time with athletes, uh, working with coaches and so on. And maybe for about 10 years, I practiced. But then I found out there was a bit of a gap, you know, and you also need a bit of a challenge, I felt. Mm -hmm. So I used to do some part-time lecturing and with the lecturing, it's always advisable to continue or further your studies. So I went on to do my master's and then PhD. And then from there, wanted to go full-time into academia. So that's how I actually ended up back at university. Excellent. So maybe if you can um, also just tell our listeners about your current role at um, the uh, Biokinetics Exercise and Leisure Sciences at UKZN. Um, well, there I started off in 2010. I came in as a, a lecturer where I focused more on lecturing, developing the curriculum and so on, especially in biokinetics because that's the area which I enjoy. But as of 2017, I'm now what they refer to as the academic leader or the, the head of department. So that's one of my roles. Um, another role which I really enjoy and is a passion of mine is the, the research interest. So I supervise a lot of students. We have a variety of uh, research interests which, uh, or projects which students are involved in. I still do teach a bit on the biokinetics program, but as I mentioned, it's more research-based now that I focus on. Excellent, excellent. On, and, and, and I did forget to mention at the, at the top that um, Dr. Naidu is also the chairperson of the um, KZN region for the Biokinetics um, Association. Uh, yes. So, you know, I mean, I've I've obviously come through, um, you know, UKZN being my alma mater, um, and I've also been part of the academic program in some sort over the years, um, and then moved, um, you know, did some work in India and come back. Um, so my next question is: is how has the and the reason why I said that is obviously I've seen what's kind of out there internationally as well, and uh, you know, with different um, practitioners from the different. Uh, countries that that that, that um, you know that that I worked with. How has um, the various degrees offered at the department? That's you know from 
um, sports science, leisure sciences, biokinetics, how, is, how have they evolved to, to meet the requirements of the general public, elite athletes, as well as some of the job specs that's, that's, that's out there at the moment? Okay, so, um, so as I mentioned, when I first came in, it was human movement studies. And that was also part of the old um, teaching degree, you know, to be PE teachers. But for about maybe the past 10 years or maybe more, it's changed a lot. It is more now for sports scientists. So the PE teacher, that degree has moved to our Edgewood campus. So if you want to be a PE teacher or a life orientation teacher, that's a totally different curriculum. At our department now, we focus more on, as you mentioned, the exercise scientists. That's more high performance athletes, training, coaching, and so on. Then there's also the, the leisure science, which is more your sports and recreation, administration, community-based programs, that type of uh, job profile. And then the last one, obviously, is your, your biokineticist, which is more your sports injury rehab, chronic disease management, and so on. So those are the three streams which we have. What we are currently doing is we obviously understand and know that students now want to not only stay in South Africa, but also move overseas and whether this jobs or there are jobs overseas. So within the, the biokinetics uh, component, uh, BASA, which is our biokinetics association, they are currently uh, engaging with overseas, with its universities, companies and so on to have biokineticists practice overseas. But they are not called biokineticists. It depends in which country. Some call you a physical therapist, physical trainer, exercise scientist, physiologist. There's a whole lot of terms. But there are a few biokineticists that are actually overseas. There are some I know in the UK practicing in hospitals, some uh, in Australia. So there is, or there is a scope out there for it under biokinetics. With the exercise science and leisure science, that, as I mentioned, is more high performance and even in the communities and so on. So, you know, like your um, camp trainers, uh, coaches, that type of avenue, that's where our sports scientists can get into. Okay, so that was obviously from, from an international perspective. Um, and from a South African perspective, uh, this current um, scope and demand, um, you know, some of our listeners might be wanting to be into the field of and study um, you know sport and, and leisure science okay so the the sport science degree so at the moment our degree is what they call a three plus one so you'll do your first three years of sport science and you can either decide to if you want to call it specialize in exercise science and leisure science or in biokinetics which then you move on to your honors year so that's the current uh, model we're using but we're looking at changing it because we need to obviously, as you mentioned, evolve to the market and the current trends. Yeah. So what we're looking at now is, or what we are currently doing is developing a four-year program. So we're gonna have a four-year program in exercise science. So it includes your honors. Because also if you think internationally, they don't have three-year degrees, it's all four-year degrees. It incorporates yeah. honors degree in it, yeah. So we're working towards an exercise science degree four-year a leisure science degree four years and then also from our uh, health professionals council of south africa they want biokinetics programs to also be a four-year program so that's another program we're looking at developing so there'll be um definitely scope out there within the country i mean if you're talking about the exercise science that's definitely coaching being with teams high performance training athletes that type of uh, job profile 
as I mentioned, the, the leisure scientists, that has a lot to do with going out and working into the community. So going into areas where you are a trainer and you go out to help, whether it's the elderly working in homes, working out um, in schools, any community basically. So it's more community-based physical activity. That's the leisure scientist, not only as an administrator, because lots of people have that misconception that if you do leisure science, it's you're just, just going to be working as an administrator. Yeah. So it's, and, it's and I think that's that. an important field given the you know dynamics and demographics of our country, where exactly. physical activity is needed in, in in those kind of communities. Yes. So if I'm and, a, yeah, so if I'm a grade ten, grade eleven, yes. um, you know, student that's thinking about studying um, sports and exercise science, what are what are the basic requirements that I need? Well, um, with the university, any university, there's a certain requirement points which you need in order to get into a program. So for our points, you require thirty points. So and that excludes your life orientation score. So you need to ensure that you have 30 points excluding life orientation. At this moment, we uh, life sciences is not compulsory, but probably in the next two to three years, we're going to make life sciences compulsory. So it's an advantage to have life science because our degree is also located within health sciences. So it's very science orientated and you need to know like your physiology, biology, all of that. So having life sciences will definitely help. So if any prospective students want to apply, make sure you all apply through the central applications office. You don't apply directly to any university. Everything goes through a central office and then you make your choices. Okay, interesting. So um, you also have a special interest um, in um, adapted physical education or physical activity, um, as well as you, you play an important role at, at WADA. Maybe if you can tell our listeners about uh, both those interests. Yeah, will do. Um, well, it all started, you know, with, with my research. It's all about research. When I did my, my PhD, I did it to develop, uh, if you want to say, policies and interventions in schools to help improve physical activity and even nutrition in children. But over the years, I realized there's a lot of research for children in schools, interventions and so on. But what I found was lacking is there's a huge gap with children with disabilities. So that's where I want to focus my, my research now. And that's when my passion has grown a lot more. Because also within our country, I mean, we have policies for physical activity, for exercise, you know, to be done and so on but there's nothing concrete for, or even guidelines for children with disabilities. And I feel this is something that we really need to look at as, as a country. So I've been doing a lot of projects. I have students on board and it's going really well. And uh, it's something that's definitely needed in this country. So and, yeah, and that, that's the one interest, yeah. And your role at WADA? Well, uh, WADA, for those that don't know, is the, the World Anti-Doping Agency. So um, each country has its own doping agency. So we have the South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport, otherwise known as SAIDS. So I used to be involved with actually testing athletes. So we go out and physically get a urine sample and screen them for drugs. It's a drug testing. So I used to do that for about maybe 10, 15 years. Started off as a when I was a student. So I did a lot of testing. And now I've moved on actually being the, the local education officer. So now I actually go out to schools, uh, well, not only schools, schools, sports teams, doctors, anyone out there 
who wants to know information about the testing procedure, how we test, what happens, and so on. It's to inform athletes that these are your rights, responsibilities, what you can do, what shouldn't you take, why, and so on. So it's more an education part. I think I've embraced this whole education component now. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure. I mean, we can. We'll definitely have you again on on Exosmart podcast because you know, um, you know, doping control and education in itself is, is a topic that we can, you know, go much deeper um, into. Um, so, yeah. what does the future hold for for you in in your different um, interests that we've chatted about? Well, definitely in the department, as I said, for now we I'm in a position where we can actually change curriculum and move it forward you know and that's what we are doing at the moment i've got a great team which i'm working with and everyone's on board to start changing you know uh, curriculum changing the thought process even the teaching has changed the way we teach i mean currently the situation is everything needs to be online it's something that we never thought of doing so we all need to upskill technology and so on even just doing this podcast is part of this whole learning process not in not only for myself but for now students staff everyone mm-hmm. so technology is definitely something that's going to be in there for the future um and i said we're changing curriculum so hopefully we'll get a whole new uh, lot of interested students wanting to come in we're also developing a sports coaching um curriculum because now with sascoc they you know in order to be a coach you need to be accredited you can't just go and say i'm a coach or i was a previous athlete now i'm allowed to coach you have to be accredited so we actually want to start offering short courses certification to assist students that want to start coaching because not everyone can afford to study for 3 years but if you can do maybe a short course and that gives you some accreditation why not use that to help coach so that's part of it from the department side of it Um research wise hopefully I will soon get some policy out there for guidelines for children with physical disabilities in South Africa that's definitely in the future and uh yeah get through this lockdown I think that's the first part <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm, I'm sure we will um it's just um, you know a, a little speed bump that um, we yeah. as the human race have to have to face So uh mm-hmm. Dr. Naidu thank you for your your time I'm 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 sure our listeners would love to have you back um soon on and, and as I mentioned getting deeper into some of uh, the topics of 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 interest and um we wish you all the best for your future endeavors Great thanks for having me Donovan we'll chat soon Cheers